Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons Podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. Well, again, Thanksgiving was good. It's one of my favorite holidays of the year. And for most of you that uh, were able to get together and have a good meal with family, with friends, know that you are blessed. You are blessed to be able to do that, to be able to experience that. Amen? And I want to just touch on... So today's sermon, I've titled this, Giving Thanks Even When You Don't Feel It. Ever been there? Yeah, I think we all have. Giving thanks even when you don't feel it. And as I mentioned last week, before our testimonies, thankfulness is a, is a complicated state of being. What does that mean? Well, as, as Brother Bill just said, you know, when life is good, and someone is getting what they want, it's easy to give thanks. And, and when things aren't going your way, um, it can be tough to give thanks. It can be tough to reciprocate thanks to anybody, not just God. When life is hard and nothing goes right, it's hard to have a spirit of gratitude. Amen? I've talked about an attitude of gratitude. And it's hard to have that in these times that we live in. And as I mentioned last week, the Bible has much to say about giving thanks, to be thankful, because that really runs against the natural instincts of man. Mankind, man or woman, when I say this, our natural instinct is not to give thanks. It's to just say, fine, and move on, right? Or, or give them a piece of our mind sometimes over whatever that situation may be, to, to strike out, to be vengeful. But the Lord says, no, give thanks in all things. Amen? Amen. What makes this difficult this year at this time is in our family here. The loss of life. Whether it's the loss of life or even divorce. It's, it doesn't cause us to be in a thankful state. It's hard to be thankful. But, but as I challenged you last week, count your blessings. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. And in turn, you will be reminded of why you should be thankful. Amen? You're thankful for life. You're thankful for the great meal you got to share with family and friends this past Thursday. But here, I want to talk to you and I want to focus today on our soul. Which is comprised of the mind, the will, and emotions. Which are affected by the daily circumstances of life. Too often we tend to believe that God doesn't know what I'm going through. God, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I'm feeling or what I'm experiencing. You've been there, I know, because we've all been there. We, we, we tend to think that God doesn't know, but I, I want to remind you today, not only does He know, He's experienced that same loss that you have. I want to read... Our sermon text for today, and it's really, it's, it's, uh, it's the same one we had last week, but I want to focus on this to start off. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. The Bible says, rejoice always, or another version says, be joyful, pray continually, give thanks in most circumstances, oh. all circumstances, good or bad, we give thanks. Yes, amen. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. 
So really what you can ask yourself is, well, Lord, what is the will you want for my life? What is your will for me? It's right here in black and white. Rejoice always. Pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances. What that tells me is I will not be able to give thanks unless I'm rejoicing daily, unless I'm praying daily. There's something in me that will not be able to express thanks. But when I do those two things, I can express thanks. And then I can complete the will of God for my life yes. when I do those things. Amen. As I mentioned, hopefully each of you were sitting at a table this past Thursday or maybe Friday. Maybe you double dipped. You did it with one family on Thursday and on Friday you went to another family's celebration. And you thank God for the very blessings in your life. And there may be some of you going through this time where it was hard to give thanks. Or it didn't come as quickly and naturally as it should have. And you're over there going, how can I give thanks with what's going on around me? And I want to tell you today, that's what's going on deep down in your soul. It's in your soul. And that's why I want to talk about that today. About how your soul affects how you give thanks or how you don't give thanks. It relates to being thankful. You see, the soul is what gives us our personality and it's through our soul that we live out our relationship with God, with other people, and with ourselves. Our soul has three major components. It's our mind, our will, and our emotions. Our mind, our will, and our emotions. Our mind has a conscious part and a subconscious part. The conscious mind is where we do our thinking and reasoning. The subconscious mind is where we hold our deep beliefs and our attitudes. Our attitude of gratitude. It's also where we have our feeling, our emotions, and retain our memories. That's why it's so powerful. Our will is what gives us the ability to make choices. And if you're having a tough time in the season of giving thanks, it's because of what's going on down in your soul. Maybe you're asking yourself today, does God really feel what I'm going through? Does God know what I'm going through? And I will tell you, yes, it starts with your soul, with your mind, your will, your emotions, and inviting the Holy Spirit to comfort you. I have four things I want to point out today, starting with number one. It starts with your mind. Everybody say your mind. Your mind. What your mind dwells on. What does your mind dwell on? Let that resonate right now in your mind as you hear that. What does your mind dwell on? Because this is a key ingredient to battling depression, to overcoming uh, failure or lack of attitude of gratitude. Research indicates that, or verifies that what a person chooses to think about literally changes the structure and ability of the brain. What you think about. You know the old expression, you know, uh, show me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are and that kind of thing. Everything we do affects us. What we contemplate every day, what we think about every day, affects our brain, how we think, how we go about our day. In other words, what I'm saying is, you need to get your stinking thinking right and put on an attitude of gratitude. Amen? Amen. You need to get God's perspective and promises in here, in your mind and in your heart. Even in the middle of trial. 
I'm not saying it's easy. Believe me, I know I've had heartbreak. I know each of you have had heartbreak, and it's not easy. But I can promise you this. God will never leave you nor forsake you in the middle of your heartache. Amen? Amen. Romans 12.2. This is a powerful scripture that you should have underlined in your Bible that you need to memorize. But listen to these words. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Everybody say renewing of your mind. Renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. All of us need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Our mind needs to be renewed. It can't stay in the same place it's at right now. You go out from church and from hearing the word of God, and the world will bombard you. Circumstances will bombard you. And it will either want you to dig a hole and crawl in it and escape from reality or choose drugs or choose some path away from God without renewing your mind. You and I need to have our mind renewed daily. Not just on a weekly basis, but daily. Amen? And what that means is it simply means replacing the dark thoughts in your mind with the light of God's truth. 2 Samuel, let me read to you, 2 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 29, one verse. You, Lord, are my lamp. The Lord turns my darkness into light. The Lord brings light in the middle of darkness, in the middle of, of a trial that I can't see my way out. The Lord is my light. Amen. Amen. So again, the Lord helps us to get through that. I want you to say this with me. Lord, help me to give thanks. Lord, help me to give thanks. Even when I don't feel it. Even when I don't feel it. Amen. That's the first one, is our mind. The second one is your will. Say your will. Your will. Your will. Any strong-willed people here today? You don't need to raise your hand, because I already know who you are. Maybe you had dinner with a strong-willed person this past Thursday. Amen? Maybe you had dinner with one that just wouldn't shut up, right? No, nobody here. That's the other families that we all know of, right? But we all have a strong will to some degree. Come on. We all do. We all have a strong will to some degree. And life is, is sprinkled with unavoidable discouragement. And we can allow our minds to get discouraged. Even if you're strong-willed, it doesn't matter. You can allow life to just discourage you to keep you away from God's people, to keep you away from the church, to keep you away from the right thing. And it's actually a choice in your will. You see, your will is made up of choices, choosing. You chose to be here today, and God is going to bless you today. Amen? God is going to bless you for being here today. Those that didn't show up, they will not be as blessed as you will today. I can assure you of that. But each of us can choose to stay in bed all day, procrastinate, put things off, don't pay that bill, ignore this bill. Or you can choose to get underneath God's umbrella of protection and rely on Him. How many choose that? How many want to be and stay under God's protection wherever you go, His blessings over you? 
His goodness everywhere you go. Amen. That's the life I want. The Bible says in John 14 and verse 1, this is for everybody here, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, he's saying. What are you experiencing? What's going on in your life? Don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe in me. Jesus is saying these very words. And see, it comes down to choosing choices. Here's what I know. We can choose uplifting music to lift us up. How many know that music is powerful? It, it brings enjoyment. It, brings, it, br it can bring you to a high place or it actually, actually can bring you to a very low and dark place depending on the type of music you're listening to. If you know that there's a particular song or something that brings you down, don't listen to that. Turn the station. Put on a different uh, a channel, and a, something else on Spotify or whatever you listen to. Also, choices environment. Choose to keep your living environment bright and cheerful. Don't just shut all the drapes and keep it dark in your house. Yeah. You want to live in a, in, a, in, a, in a house of depression, that's exactly what you do. And you're going to stay there. God wants you to open those drapes up, let that light in, and just rejoice in what He's given you. Thank Amen? You. And get off the cell phone. <laughs> I'm just talking about choices today that bring us down. Ever been on that cell phone? Because our cell phones are, are really computers. And you get on your computer, because that's really what a cell phone is, and it just leads you from this to that to this, and then you're wondering how you got back over here when you were going in this direction. And, and, and you have no idea, and you just spent an hour and a half doing that. Every three hours, or, or whatever it may be. Let's be cognizant of our cell phone use. It's choices. Choices. Television, the same thing. Don't spend all day, as my high school teacher used to call it, the boob tube. That's what he used to call it. The TV, because it, it just drains your mind of any intellectual processing. I mean, granted, there are good programs on TV. You should watch us on YouTube, on your TV or your computer. But... For the most part, people spend too many hours watching TV. And another way to lift you up, to help you be thankful, is write cheerful notes, write thank you notes, respond to somebody, send them a note. You know, we've lost that, that art of a handwritten note, of giving someone a handwritten note. Hey, I've been thinking about you. Hey, I've been praying for you. I just want you to receive this. We've lost that in our, in our world today. We don't have that like we used to have it. But these are all things that can help you be more appreciative and be thankful. Amen? Amen. Goals. Do you set small goals for yourself every day? Like today, when I get home, I'm going to clear up all that Thanksgiving decorations I got in my house by today. By the end of today. And tomorrow, I'm going to start putting up Christmas decorations. Well, see, I already got you beat. I already put up my Christmas lights, took down all my Thanksgiving stuff. As long as I beat my neighbor across the street, I'm good. I used to do that in Napa, and uh, Ted and I would always race each other, and I beat Mirna this year. She's my neighbor across the street. As soon as I was done with my lights outside, she started hanging hers, and I wanted to go, I got you. I beat you. 
And sometimes she beats me. But little goals like that, what that will help you do is to have a sense of accomplishment, a reason to be thankful. Thank you, Lord, for helping me. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the, the beautiful weather we've been experiencing yeah. to be able to do that. Yes, thank you. And then finally, the last thing I would tell you in choices is, is give. I'm not just talking about giving in the, in the sense of the church, but giving of yourself to other people. Our, our job is to yes. serve others. To be there for other people. Yes. How can I be a blessing to someone else? Yes. Uh, I love what Lisa does. I'm bragging about you, Lisa, for right now. This woman is involved in this uh, ministry of feeding homeless and feeding people that are down and out. And, and she not only that, she bakes pies, wonderful, delicious pies that she blesses the Mendez home with. And you've seen some of them here. We brought them oh, here. Yes. And, and exactly, give her a big hand. Amen? She gives. This is a woman that gives of her time, her talents, and treasures. When you do that, it puts you in a better place to be thankful yourself for what God has given you. Amen? Amen. Choices. Again, say this with me. Lord, help me to give thanks. Even when I don't feel it. Even when I don't feel it. And then it takes me to my third point. Your emotions. Oh boy. Here's a hot button one. Your emotions. You know that often people have a difficulty in giving thanks. Or, or let me say this. Often the people that have difficulty giving thanks um, also have a hard time expressing their feelings in a healthy way. Have you noticed that? Those people that don't know how to give thanks, they really don't know how to articulate their feelings. I know one thing about my emotions. I'm not the biggest cry baby, you know, at times, but but there are some things that I'll just start bawling like a little baby. Like this past Thursday when we're going around our table giving thanks, and I started bawling like a baby, just wanting to give thanks about my daughters. You know, I, I was thinking about my wife and, and uh, my brother-in-laws and, and my sister-in-laws and my dog Max that passed away, and, and then when I got to my daughters, I couldn't even speak. And there's some things you just, all of a sudden, in that moment, God reminds you of how awesome they are and how much love you have for them and how much thanks you have for them. Amen? Amen. And so um, it just came out because I was like, where did that come from? Lord, I, you know, I'm not used to that, right? You know, and I get that from my dad. Uh, but the part that wants to be emotional, I get that from my mom. And my brother knows what I'm talking about. But here, why is it that we tend to bury our feelings of loss or, or the past, past hurts? Because the problem is when we ignore those hurts, when we ignore those things of our past, they will come up at the worst time. They will just simmer and simmer, and then they will come up at some time down the road unless you deal with it. Amen? Amen. See, they're buried alive deep inside your soul deep inside of your emotions, and they will come out, and usually it'll come out venting against somebody when, they do, when they're not processed properly. What I would tell you today is to bring your heartache and hurts and anxiety and give it to Jesus. Amen. Just say, Jesus, here it is. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm experiencing. This is what I felt, and I'm giving that to you right now. You see, there's not a minute 
that you should spend without giving that to the Lord. You should not have to handle that yourself, is what I'm saying. Pour out your heart to Him and receive His comfort in return. Yeah. Amen? Amen? He alone understands the depth of your pain. As I mentioned at the beginning, He understands and sympathizes with what you're experiencing. How do I know that? Let me share the scripture with you found in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 15. For we do not have a high priest, talking about Jesus, who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. You see, that, that scripture means so much more than what it's saying right here. It means that Jesus has experienced every emotion, everything that you and I will go through in this world. He already has experienced that. And he understands what you're going through. That's why you and I can come to him and say, Lord, this is what I'm feeling. This is the heartbreak I have on, my, on me right now. And he will comfort you. You see, he wants you to give that to him. Amen. Amen. Again, say this with me. Lord, help me to give thanks. Lord, help me to give thanks. Even when I don't feel it. Even when I don't feel it. And the last thing I would tell you so those first three things were your soul, related to your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. But the last thing has to do with the Holy Spirit. Your soul cannot be fixed unless you allow, everybody say allow, allow. the Holy Spirit to minister to you. Amen. You see, the security and strength of every believer is the day-by-day -day indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has to be allowed to work in your life every single day, not just on Sundays. Yes. doesn't work that way. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, out of the book of Zechariah, says this, Not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord Almighty. You see, you may think you're strong enough that to go through something, you may think you're strong enough to endure this trial, that trial, but let me tell you, at the end of the day, you're not. And it's only by His strength, by His might, that you can get through something. How many here would give me an amen to that? Amen? amen? amen. Not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. It's His Spirit in you that allows you to go through the heartache, the heartbreak, those tough days. When you just want to crawl back in bed and not give the world a look. Yeah. Ever been there? Yes. Yeah. We all have. Realize even in the middle of your storm, God is with you for His Spirit is with you, child of God. Yeah. Realize when you cry in the night, He sees every teardrop and holds you close just like a mother does to her infant. Wow. Realize though you do not see Him with your eyes nor feel Him with your physical touch, you can see Him with your spiritual eyes. And you can experience His joy and His peace that passes all understanding. But that peace, you can't explain it. In the middle of a trial where you shouldn't have any peace at all, you can begin to experience His supernatural peace. Yes, thank you. I promise you that. Yes. Let's look not to ourselves, but to Him who is the God of hope. He is the God of hope. Amen. 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 
Romans 15 and 13 regarding that says this. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. As you trust in him. So that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, it's the power of the Holy Spirit that allows you to have that hope. It's the power of the Holy Spirit that allows you to face another day when you're battling, when, you're, when it feels like you're not getting any traction, when it's just one thing after another, after another, after another. The power of the Holy Spirit is with you. Amen? Amen. I have something that I want the ushers to pass out. It's a little prayer that I printed out and I want us all to share this prayer together, to read it together. But I just felt that I needed to share this prayer today with you. That each of you need to have this. Put it up on a refrigerator. Put it up where you can see it. But if you've ever been in a place of hurt, in a place where you're crying out, and you don't know how to face it, this is the prayer that I want each of us to be able to pray. So if you'll stand with me as I close here today. I want to read this prayer together. Amen. Let me just pray right now before we, before we read this prayer together. Just close your eyes with me right now. Bow your heads. Father God, we come right now into your presence, Lord. And God, it's been a hard week for our family, especially Bill and Dee Dee. And those that have been experiencing loss. Lord, it's been a very hard week. But Lord, we know that you're with us. That you walk with us. That you comfort us. Yes. And I pray right now. That as we pray this prayer together. That it would come out of our soul. That we would say this prayer. And mean this with all of our heart. As we give you our pain. We give it to you, Lord. We don't want it because we don't know how to deal with it. But you do, Lord. We give this pain to you in the name of Jesus. So everybody, take that prayer. And let's read it together. Lord, you know the pain. Lord, you know the pain. I felt over this situation. I felt over this situation. I now release all this pain. Into your, hands. into your hands set me free in my soul and spirit thank you for wanting to heal me and make me whole in the name of Jesus I pray amen that prayer when you feel a moment where you're struggling I want you to go to that prayer. And I want you to begin to say that to the Lord. And just give it to Him. Because yes. here's what I do know. That His presence, His Spirit, will bring an overcoming peace, an overwhelming peace upon you. An overwhelming strength upon you in the middle of those moments. How many, how many witnesses do I have here today that can say yes, amen to that? Amen. See that? There's people that have gone through things like this before you. There's challenges that 
you and I will face this year and even in the next year. God knows what 2020 holds. Amen. 2021's been a rough year. 2020's been a rough year. But we do know this, that God holds everything in his hands. He holds your life in your hands. He holds our lives in his hands. He holds your family, your children in his hands. Amen. Bow our heads again. Father God, we love you. And we thank you right now. And I just want to, I want to pray right now for, for Bill and Dee Dee. If you would just come up to the front, I want to pray for you right now. If you would just come up. Church, I want you to extend your hands. I want you to come and, and uh, if you feel led to come up here and lay hands on them, I want you to come up as well. But I want to pray for this family right now. Would you? Come if you feel led to come up here and pray for them. Just surround them right now. Yes, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for a family, a church family that surrounds those that are hurting. Thank you, Lord. Father God, thank you, Lord. Lord, we love you, Lord, today. Father, we pray your blessings today of peace, of strength, and comfort. Lord, today, upon Didi, Lord, I pray right now, Father, that you would be her strength. In the name of Jesus, Father, overwhelm her with your peace, with the peace that passes all understanding, Father, in the name of Jesus, that she would trust in you and walk with you and give, give everything to you and to say, here's my pain, here's my, here's my tears, I give it all to you right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, as we do that, we pray for healing. We pray for emotional healing. We pray for rest in, in, in Didi's body as well. Father God, we thank you that you love us and take care of us. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for Bill in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that you would be his strength as well. I pray, Lord, that you would continue to meet his need, Lord, at this time. Lord, I thank you for strength. I thank you for peace. I thank you for comfort. It is real, Lord, when we need it. It is there when we need it. And Lord, you said, seek, knock, ask. And Lord, we do that right now. We ask. We ask for that peace and comfort to fill the beetle home. Fill their hearts. Fill their souls right now with your strength. And we give you the praise, the glory, and honor, Father. Lord, we pray for that peace, not only for their family, but for all their extended families, for June's kids, for all the siblings. We pray, Lord, your peace would be upon them in a mighty and powerful way. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, we love you and thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, guys. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, church family. That is the definition of what a church family does. Amen. Thank you. I did print out these little flyers. I don't know if everyone saw them, but they're on the back table. If you can, if you want to grab one, one per family. But it's a reminder of the service time for their son. It will be the viewing. Viewing will be held on Friday, December 10th, from 4 to 7 p.m at Colonial Chapel on Redwood Street in Vallejo. The service, funeral service, will be held on Saturday on December 11th, beginning at 1 p.m. 
at the same location at Colonial Chapel. Uh, there's a flyer again back there on the back table if you want one. Just to support the family, amen? Amen. Thank you so much, church. Bow your heads one more time as I pray the blessing over you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name. Have a wonderful Sunday. Amen. And give God thanks for all he has done. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page at Foothill Christian American Canyon.